What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haber Middle Middlecoff segment is brought to you by sleepnumber.com slash ham and simplysafe.com slash ham and DraftKings promo code ham and expressvpn.com slash ham and mybookie.ag promo code ham1. Kobe Bean Bryant, 41 years old. We're recording this Sunday afternoon. Uh, I've already seen like three or four briefings from different, you know, NTSB, the local sheriff, the local fire. Not a lot of people know anything uh, other than Kobe was in the copter, his 13-year-old daughter, Gigi. I found out when you texted me. You texted me, like, Kobe's dead. And my response was, what? And then, obviously, I went straight to Twitter, and uh, it was true. It's just, you know, it's, it almost feels like he's an active player just because after no, he retired, no. most recently, he's gotten so public. He's just been in the public eye all the time. And not just in the public eye, but in the public eye with his daughters around the sport. Like, remember we used to make fun, like Kobe would claim anytime anybody did something, be like, Mama mentality, Kobe would claim them. But it turns out like Kobe has been mentoring all these other athletes. And, uh, man, he's just been a part, like basketball players, I almost feel like look up to him now uh, so much, even though it's a generation of players that don't really remember his prime. Uh, it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, I kind of unique. Me and you grew up you, as we went from junior high to high school rooting for that Sacramento Kings team, and their biggest rivalry by far was the Lakers, Kobe and Shaq. Remember, I mean, the it was just he was such a big part as a youth. Like, he was obviously the super famous guy with drafted high, but for me personally as a sports fan, couldn't fucking stand him because he was so goddamn good. Shaq and right. him were kicking everyone's ass. You couldn't beat him. I was thinking this morning, guy, I texted a couple people, probably texted to you, this feels like a top five social media era shocking, like, what the fuck? Just, I had to read it a couple times, like, is this a fake TMZ account? This is not real. But it was, while it was insane when you read the headline, it wasn't like, you know, they've 
Kobe went missing, or Kobe like he was in a helicopter. So right away you're like, well, he flies the helicopter, right? He's so flying. Right, everybody's aware of that. Yeah, he fly. When I think helicopters, I think Kobe flies it to the games, and Jerry flies it to work. Like, not many people, even super rich people, are helicopter people. So it was like, God, there might be something there. And it it was clear kind of fast. Like this isn't fake or a hoax. When Woj tweeted out like sources telling me that he it's him. It's like, whoa, this Woj ain't just because it was hard to keep up with all the ABCs and I I didn't know what was going on. No one did. And if you don't live in LA, your local news, people kept texting me like, what are you watching? What do you watch? I'm like, I don't know what to watch. Like the news channels aren't going to cover this, at least in the Bay. It was slow, like ESPN in fairness, because everyone's like, you got to cut off the Pro Bowl coverage. Like, can we just take a deep breath and just find out what's real? Because it was originally tweeted. And I forwarded you, to you, and you're like, well, I actually was watching something where it was just a guy calling in that said his whole family ABC, was on there. just trying to rush a guy on the air. Which makes sense, right, in the sense of L.A., but it doesn't make sense which the way everything works today. They're, they're just like, we got to get Matt on the, let's get Matt on the phone. Matt's like driving out there, doesn't know shit. Matt's reading Twitter like the rest of us. But anyway, that's beside the point. I mean, while it while it is, I believed beyond. it. I'll tell you this: my first reaction, my when I for whatever reason, I believed it right away when I saw it. Maybe just I've, TMZ has been, has an established positive reputation with me now when it comes to breaking news. I guess I don't. I one hundred, especially stuff in LA. Right? Just, I I thought it was just a fake TMZ account, is what I was saying. Not that I didn't believe TMZ. No, I hear you. It because, just even seems to me like it'd be even too crazy for anybody to hoax because w- Kobe is just so. But again, like I didn't even have, the, I, I just, my first thought is like, that's such a powerful thing to read. And mm-hmm. he's so young and he's so famous and he's just Kobe fucking Bryant that I couldn't wrap my head. Like, no, this can't be, to me, the most, it is beyond gut wrenching to lose a human being at 41 years old. But that his daughter, and clearly, wait, the, the latest that I had read as of recording this, which I think there were a couple other people. On her team, were probably he was given a ride to to go to yeah. this tournament. So there, she and maybe some other girls her age are also died. I mean, it's just well, I, at minimum, I think there, the report was one there other was one and a parent, and then and then they said there was actually the flight manifest had nine people on it. So like, by the time this is out, you might already know, but how true that is. But well, I, I just on the shocking deaths because. Anytime a super famous person dies, it's like, whoa. But I think if you die, let's say, past like 65, 70 years old, even if it is shocking, you at least can justify it. Well, he he impacted the world for so long. His kids were older. This one is just... I saw someone tweet it. I thought it was put perfectly. Like, this isn't just a sports tragedy. This is a family tragedy. Like a family lost her husband, and one of their there's three girls, right? So the oldest daughter, there's four girls now. There's four girls. Oh yeah, because they just had a baby. So what, this like is last the second year? oldest. Oh, this is not the oldest. I think the oldest is sixteen or seventeen. I just, I, I to me, this feels like one of the most shocking to the system deaths I remember in a yeah. long, long time. No, I don't. I don't think you're overstating it. I mean, I remember. You know, we were on the air doing radio the day that Prince died. For me personally, like, you know, we played some Prince music. He meant a lot to a lot of people. Didn't really 
register with me to the degree that it registered with others, maybe partly age, partly you know, for whatever reason. It was before our time, a little when he peaked in the eighties. But but it that that was a big deal. Um, you know, Alyssa brought up and you mentioned it to me too. I hadn't thought of this one initially, but Princess Diana in ninety seven. I, was, I remember watching stuff with my mom. She I, yeah, I just, exactly. I, and this is not to like, which was bigger, worldwide, whatever. But yeah, I mean, to me, this is, you think about the way, the way people talk about Roberto Clemente's death, although just given the way, how connected the world is now because of social media, et cetera, it's just hard to be, you know, something that happened in 1972. It's harder for that to maybe be as worldwide. John Lennon in 1980 was another one you just think of. But this is... In part because he was a great player, in part because I think because of the way he played, everyone has an emotional connection. Either you loved him or you hated him, right, as a player. But then he had this post-career where everyone started to love him. Like, that's... Didn't he win an Emmy recently? Like, last year for his, his uh, well, short yeah, films? Just, is it uh, a, an Oscar? An they, Emmy? Yeah, he won. Whichever he, one. I don't know the award. He started well, blowing up that way. Well, that's what I saw somebody tweet. Like, he's going to be in the... Because he won an award... When they do the thing at the end of the award show, the in what do they call it in memor memoriam or whatever, the people that have passed, like he's going to be in that. Um, he was writing books. Yeah, well, did, the, he did the, the animated basketball series. Remember the, or the, the the picture that went viral? I I actually think as someone that probably hated him, but for, in a sport sense. I respected the living shit out of him. And remember... Academy Award, John. Is that what you, remember before his Achilles tore? I mean, Laker fans would remember this. There was this, vi- there was this visual. I remember like ESPN tweeted out. And it, they back Twitter wasn't probably as big then. It was like 2011 or 2012. And all the injuries. Because remember, he refused to miss games. It was like he was fucking playing. He broke his fingers, tweaked his hammy. What he never missed games. I vividly remember at SportsCenter tweeted out like all of his current injuries. This was before he tore his Achilles, and it was like he ain't into sitting out. To me, the thing I respect most about him, guy, and I, I love the NBA. People our age don't watch it as much, but when we were kids, it was a very, very big deal. It was like NFL level big deal because of Michael, and obviously. As we were growing up, Larry and Magic took it to another level. But to me, that that era was driven by guys who just were just driven by basketball. You know, was basketball was the first and foremost priority. Like when I think Michael Jordan, I think about a guy that his number one priority was hoops. And then everything else, the brand and all the other bullshit comes. But it was basketball. And he was an absolute killer, just like Tiger. Kobe was kind of like that, too. Kobe really was like that. He All he wanted to win. Now, he had to battle through figuring out the way to do it cor- correctly. And him and Phil, you know, Phil wrote a book saying he hated him. But you had to respect his just ultimate drive to attempt to win. And that's something that the NBA is desperately lacking with load management. Like, I can't imagine some of the off-the-record conversations Kobe had about some of these generations' players. Like, what a joke it is. Yeah. And that's, to me, like, he's kind of a... I mean, he was not a dying breed because he was 41 fucking years old. But he was very, very old school. 
he just was he was just an old school like the way he thought about it and the, how much he cared about the sport of basketball. And some people would say he cared too much at times, and I think that hurt him, right, with teammates and stuff. They like, couldn't relate to him. But in the end, he was like a, a sport that it does feel like needs great ambassadors right now because of his reputation. He was one of those, right? The whole thing this year where people were mad, like some people got mad at because I loved it. I but the thing about you know how tough it was to play for his team, I think most people didn't like. It wasn't actually a controversy. Oh, so, oh, I thought you, so, I thought you were ta- you're talking about the little girls, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, remember the picture where they took seventh, and he was like, "This isn't yes, acceptable." Nobody he was, was happy. Not, I fucking it so loved great. it. I, I yeah, have never course, had John, more respect most people for Kobe. Did. I think most yeah. people did. Most people thought it was so perfectly Kobe. Yeah, you know, Dude. it was great. And I, like, I was texting with a buddy of mine who lives in Southern California. He lives like ten minutes from where Kobe lived, I guess, um, like in Orange County or south of Orange County. And he was just saying how because he's got daughters, he said Kobe did so much for for like girls basketball in our area. Um. My buddy has daughters like Kobe does. And you just said Kobe did so much. I, he was always tweeting back and forth like the star in the Pac-12, it always felt like, whoever that was that was oh, a yeah. female basketball. Sabrina Ionescu. But he's he used to go to UConn games. I mean, he was just... Because I, I watched this clip of him on Kimmel, and he was laughing how like he would go... People would come up to him like, Kobe, man, you need to have a son, man. Carry on the legacy. And I, I guess his daughter, Gigi, would be like, excuse me, like I'm going to carry on the legacy. So was that the one that passed? Yeah, yeah. I one thing was clear to me. Here's one thing I've like a conclusion I've already reached in the hours since he died, since it's been reported. Like one thing's clear watching all this stuff, man, is he is just and this people who live the Lenin, you live the other tragic kind of very public deaths that affect people worldwide. If you didn't, for, for people who weren't alive for this Kobe experience, they just, the stories that people tell him won't quite be able to capture him, right? Just the whole, like, I can't play with him. I can't play with him. And Smush Parker. And to me, the fact that this guy at 36 came back from, you know what? I, I went back and watched the clip of him coming back on the floor with guy, the Achilles it, it, to shoot the free throws. You know who was standing was right there on, when he did it? It was, come on, Mitch. These motherfuckers oh, ain't even trying. You know, you know who's standing right there at the free throw line next to him when he walked back with the torn Achilles to shoot the free throws was Clay Thompson. It was against the Warriors. Later came back with the ACL to shoot free throws. Right, like I had forgotten that it was a Warrior game and that Clay was standing right there. He watched Kobe do it. Um, and you know, I just don't think people can quite grasp who come later and didn't live it. Just what a polarizing guy he was while he was a player. I think that's part of why. Everyone feels it. It's because if you watched him, you just had an emotion about him, positive or negative. And even if you hated him, it was because he just ripped your heart out all the time. You hated that he seemed to care more and could do whatever he wanted to your guys. Yeah, and I think one of the reasons probably hate would be too strong for me, it was more just like he'd bother me sometimes. But it was also like protecting Michael because he kind of copied Michael. Yeah, but the thing you'd respect, remember, he talked, kind of tried to talk like Michael, and he even even admitted it. Like I tried to be exactly like him. He did carry the torch, like he did about winning, about practicing, about working hard. And, and I think the sport. I, I love basketball. I love the NBA. I can't take a fucking ninety percent of the league's good players seriously, guy. Like I, I always respected and liked Kobe, just because I knew that he gave a fuck. Like, I'll never argue that, like, 
Shaq was the better player on the three championship teams, but there's no disputing Kobe worked harder and tried. Someone tweeted this out. I guess he said it. I copy and pasted it. It was such a good quote. And it is true. When he retired, following his final NBA game, he said, I want people to think of me as a talented overachiever. I was blessed with talent, but I worked as if I had none. If I could be remembered that way, it would be pretty good. And I think there's an element to the guys, like Doc Rivers talking today after the game, first thing Dr. Set, Doc said, it was like an honor to be his opponent. Like, that's, that's what the sports are about. Like, you want to play Kobe. You want to play Michael. You want to play Tom. Anyone worth their salt at the highest level wants the best. But, like, the one thing you think about Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan and Kobe or even Brady. Now, Michael and Kobe were given God-given elite athleticism. That's the thing about basketball. Like, most of the guys in the NBA are, I just watched Zion catch an oop. The guy fucking jumped as high as the... Uh, as the backboard. The oop was crazy. But if Zion is going to be a great player in the league, like a Hall of Fame elite player, he's going to have to be a hard worker. There's just no way around it. It's why Stephen Clay became so great. Because they work so fucking hard. Michael Jordan was notorious the hardest working guy in the league. Tiger Woods is like known for being the craziest grinder ever. Tom Brady... As said on Tom first time, like I've dedicated my life to football, and clearly that's what drew. It's kind of it was kind of cool because you got like Kobe's gonna have four daughters. I don't know if it's gonna go that well in the sense of like how are they all gonna get along? <laughs> and they all kind of bonded over basketball. And his daughters clearly look like they love playing hoops. And that thing that went viral a couple weeks ago of him being, I think it was at a Nets game. Him mm-hmm. and Ky- he like him and Kyrie remember kind of liked each other where Kobe kind of took to Kyrie, and which is kind of ironic the way Kyrie acts. But remember, he was talking to his daughter, and she was like shaking her head. He was always just trying to use... In fairness to Kobe, like this, his entire life's passion was the sport. It wasn't just going to turn it off. And I think we all struggled. Like, what? He is not going to handle retirement well. And I'd say he handled retirement really well. Yeah. I think Peyton is very similar. You think like, these guys were addicted not to the championships, not to even the games, but to the sport. Like on a coach's level, right? Like this guy was addicted to it. Like this, like the way that we'll talk about Kyle or Coach Reed, like they are addicted to football. Most guys on their team are probably not addicted to football. But like Kobe, the Paytons, the Bradys, the, the Jordans, I think Clay is a good example. Like addicted to the sport of basketball. And that's why on... We have also followed his life since high school. Like we right. knew, I mean, he came out of high school. He went to the Lakers. He became, like you said, if you're a little younger, I, it'll be hard to kind of understand like just how polarizing Kobe. There are just some moments of Shaq getting traded, of the thing in Colorado, of Phil writing a book saying he hated him, and then they got back together. Like his career kind of reads like a like the New England Patriots franchise the last 20 years. Like you can't even make up the shit that was happening on top of it being so good and so famous that it just exponentially grows at a level that's that other athletes I don't you you can't manipulate his type fame. No, because it made him bigger than just a a sports celebrity. He was just a one of the most famous people in America, one of the most famous people in the world, right? 
Um, and I think the, the point about like not being able to describe him to people, that's the part like as sports more and more, and this is not anti-numbers, but as sports more and more go beyond just the human part of it, right? Whatever comes next with all the replay, analytics, robo-umps, all that stuff. Like the thing that separates the humans is you just cannot, it is impossible to describe a human and capture their essence to somebody who didn't experience them. That's humanity. You just can't do it. And Kobe, everything you just described, like there was this whole complicated puzzle built over decades that made Kobe Bryant who he was to the people that viewed him as, you know, a famous guy. And famous guy is an understatement. In the community in L.A., I think like I was watching some of the local L.A. news. Like people are super rattled. Like everybody's rattled, but they can't separate like all the reporters like, man, I was a Laker fan. Like they can't even separate that because that meant so much. Like at its heart, sports brings tons of people together and Kobe brought so many people together and he happened to do it in one of the biggest markets and well, kept him at the top for so long. Well, think about just think about this. If you're 30 years old, you were born in 1990 you would not have experienced any of magic because he was basically gone by 92, 93, right? It was just over. By the time you become a sports fan, you know, you become it early if your family is, but you start remembering shit. And remember, you found the study a long time ago when we were on radio was eight. So right around like seven, eight years old, Kobe comes in the league, late 96, 97, 98, Shaq comes. If you lived in Southern California which I'm pretty sure beside New York and the numbers might change. There are more people in Southern California than there is any other place in America. And there's like 15 million people in LA. And like the Niners would be here, the Lakers have a fucking stranglehold on the market. Of those 15 million, whatever percentage are sports fans, they got about 98% of them are going to like the Lakers. And so if you were 30 years old or younger, down in the, one of the biggest markets in the world, he was the standard. Like, you just, he is beloved. One, he's their guy. Two, he's just kind of a badass. There's no kind of. Just an absolute killer. And just, if you have any, you know, like the way most people think, when it comes to sports, I'd say in the history of just, if you're a sports fan, you're always going to lean to like the guy a little more that you think, you know what? That guy gave fucking everything he had. Well, there you could never debate, right, that you as a fan cared more about it than him if you were a fan of his. You never thought, like, man, my team cares less than I care. And wouldn't you say that's that's something in, like, 2020 that a lot of, like, God, totally. I can't watch these guys anymore. Yep. Because, you know, athletes say, it, like, man, tr- trust me, like, I care more than you. And they put in, they're the ones that put in the effort. They're the ones that are not on their ass. They're the ones that, right. So, but... At the end of the day, I think fans want to feel like when the players leave the court, it hurts them to lose. And it hurt Kobe to lose. What do you think about this? You and I have talked a lot about Tiger. And I was thinking about this last night. Like, one thing that just Tiger has, a pitch that no one else has, his name was fucking Tiger. Like, that's just really unique, that name. You just say, like you say Mike, like Mike Vick, Mike Jordan. Like, you got to say MJ, then everyone knows who you're talking about. But even Brady, you know, the Brady Bunch, I, I'm just, obviously I would think Tom Brady, but not, you say Tiger, every single human thinks Tiger, if you're talking about a person, Tiger Woods. Kobe, it really was like this unique name. I don't know, I've never heard of it, met anyone the name Kobe, but it's also like a pretty sweet name. 
And then he kind of liked Tiger. Even uh, he was better look. Like Kobe was just a really good looking. He just he just had a unique look about him. And then he yeah. had his name really like you just he just went by one name, Kobe. Yeah. And he was so famous, like the way you opened it up. And I always say this about two people. In my little brother's name, Jeffrey, after Joseph Jeffrey Mont or my little brother's name, middle name was Joseph after Joe Montana, but Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Like you just know certain people's full name. Like everyone just Kobe Bean Bryant. Like it was just. I just don't even think there are people that are even like LeBron, obviously, and Steph, maybe, but like his level of fame is. It's going to be hard. Because, again, I don't think... Here's the thing I respect about Kobe. is like his fame came... Obviously, he would have been famous. He was drafted by the Lakers. His teammate was Shaq, who was much more famous by the time Shaq got there, right? He was just mm-hmm. a bigger star. But, like, when you grow... Like, I, I never felt this with... Well, I'll use Tiger as an example. Like, the brand comes when you become an all-time great. And I don't think, like, Kobe was obsessed with his brand. He was just obsessed with winning championships and being an elite player, and then that just comes. Yeah, the Mamba too- stuff came later, right? Because remember, it was like people were like Kobe, you, Kobe, you can't just give yourself a nickname. Yeah, but he he had won so much, and I think so many so many times now. Do you know what makes me puke whenever I hear an athlete say this? It's it's a business, man. Like it's working on my brand. Like shut the fuck up, just play. And I, you know what? You don't know anything about Kobe. Like what his politics are. What all the other bullshit fluff that we're just consumed with. Now, maybe if he was 25 playing in this, he might have. But I I think he followed the guy's blueprint. And you know whose blueprint was just kill everyone in your path and everything else will follow. And I, I, was, I, I miss that, man. I, I really do. Call me a 35-year-old curmudgeon, but the, the no, masses I don't clearly think do. I, don't, no I, think that's every, I think every fan feels that way that, that had any experience of sports before the last 10 years, just in terms of competitiveness. Um Especially because he got so rich, maintained it, had what you know could have been a career-ending injury, came back and played. I mean, parts of two more seasons, but um, that ruined you know, it, it, that kind of fucked him. It did, but he was pretty old at that. But he was thirty-six, thirty-seven at that point, anyway, right? With just I, no I, load man, no load management year, so he no just load had a management. Lot of miles. Yeah, a I, ton of playoff. I've runs. said it before, so this is not just because he just died, but his sixty-point performance to bring the Lakers back down 10 with two and a half minutes left in his last career game. I'll always remember that night. It's one of my favorite sports events of all time because it was the same night that the Warriors won 73. And that was kind of like a foregone conclusion. That game was like a 20 point game. Wasn't oh, it? it killed him. Remember? And this game was on. And I remember like, I kind of gave up on it early cause they were kind of getting their ass kicked, right? The, the Lakers. And then I just was like, you know, I got to watch the end of Kobe and so you're watching it, and it felt like, you know, with the way SEC football games feel, where there's just people standing all around the court, like everyone was or all around the football field. Everyone was standing around the court. Remember how many fa- remember how many back. famous people were at that game? Well, like Jay-Z. I remember the shot of Jay-Z late. And Shaq and all the former Nicholson players. Nicholson going nuts with, like, whoever he's sitting with. But did, Was Kobe that the game that they did, the gunning. like, at the post game, or where they did a big ceremony after that game? Didn't he stay um, on the court, or was that, like, a I, next year? Well, they definitely did a ceremony with him later. I'm pretty sure they did something that night too. Yeah, I'm sure there probably was. What I there was remember- definitely one later. I know that, but yeah. there might have been one that night. It was just 
it was and Kobe had just missed so many shots that night, right? I, we looked back at the box score. He was twenty-one of fifty shooting that day. That's forty-one percent, forty-two percent. Is that what I, it was? Twenty-one of fifty, twenty-two of fifty, and six of twenty-one from three. What I vividly remember about that game, because I'm with you, like the Warriors game was boring. You flipped over to Kobe, him just gunning, and it being awesome, and it being on brand. Like I yeah. want this guy to gun. I want him to make the shots. But was every time that they go to the huddle, he was so fucking tired. He was breathing. Like anytime, whenever I see someone like, it's why I defended Zion the other night when they're like, he's out of shape. Well, no shit. You know, he hasn't been playing. Have any human that's ever played pickup basketball full court? And I was like, yeah, I've been, I've been working out. I'm in pretty good shape. You get two laps down the court, you, your lungs are burning. And clearly, Kobe, remember, he wasn't playing as much, like kind of taking games off, if I remember correctly. It was just that he was kind of easing into the home. It was just shot. Like his body was kind of giving up because it was tough to watch. Remember, he was terrible. I think he's statistically one of the worst players in the league that year. He clearly couldn't jump anymore. He was just exhausted. And you could see it. Like most elite players, like if you look at LeBron during an NBA game or Steph or Clay or Harden or AD, it's like, it really is remarkable, right, how in shape they are. Like, their cardiovascular shape is mm. stupid. I mean, it's incredible. They don't ever look like they're breathing that hard, even when you look at them on the sidelines. They, I mean, they take water. Sometimes they, like, wipe themselves off with a fucking towel. But they aren't, like, if you just look at a normal game. If I got 10 NFL players and went full go and pick up basketball, they would be huffing and puffing a little bit by, like, point seven or eight. And I remember Kobe looked human. It was like, this guy is sucking wind right now. He's, got, he's given all he has. And I thought that was just, thinking about it today, like how symbolic that was. Like his entire, he fucking left it all on the line. It, most yeah. athletes, I'd say the modern athlete, especially in the NBA, just when you factor in how much, I, I don't feel like the NBA is a leave it all in the court league right now. It's a cash every check league. It ain't like, am I really getting everything I got? <laughs> you know, it's like, I, well, just the other day with Zion, they had to yank him out. You think Kobe was getting yanked out? <laughs> you know, in that situation, he'd kill you. And I, I get times to, have changed, but I was listening to uh, Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson have a podcast. <laughs> Isn't it like they get high? Yeah, it's called All the Smoke. <laughs> was that was they had Steph on? Uh, yeah, it probably was. They had Kobe on, and Kobe was talking about, and this wasn't that. This might have been like within the last month. Didn't Kobe throw the ball at his face or fake the ball? Remember? Yeah, but remember then there was the angle. Kobe was I thought three Matt, feet to the no, right. No, Matt Barnes did it to him, remember, but Kobe didn't flinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the angle showed that Kobe was like four feet to the right. It wasn't in front yeah, of Yeah, like maybe it wasn't quite. And it turns out they like each other because Matt Barnes was saying, like, his life changed. Him and Kobe were going through some personal stuff at the same time. Uh, Matt was separated from his wife or maybe divorced. I don't know. But – his life changed because he started, he just started spending a lot of time with Kobe. He's like, and when Kobe would go out, we went out to like black tie Hollywood events. He's like, and I started just meeting a different kind of girl. You know, I started meeting like high class Hollywood girls. Yeah. (laughs) But the story they were telling was Kobe had a kill list when he was like a sophomore in, in high school, like Billy Madison style. You remember how the guy in Billy Madison, Billy calls him to apologize for being mean in school. And he's like, Oh, man, it's distant memory. And then he crosses Billy off his people to kill list. Yeah. Kobe had a kill list of all the people that were rated higher than him, like coming out as like high school sophomores or juniors or whatever. So he's like, so he's going through the list. He's like, Tim Thomas was on it. 
Mike Bibby was on it. He's like, Rip Hamilton wasn't on it because me and Rip were like playing together. No one knew who we were. They played like rival, same area in Philly, I guess. He's like, Jermaine O'Neal was on it. Corey Benjamin was on it. <laughs> he just had this list as a high schooler that it was his, it was called his kill list. I, Guys I'm he al- wanted to take down, be better than. You know, it, I, I'm always fascinated with the human dynamics. Like, I didn't even think like that when I was that age. Funny now, like, it shows you we all mature at different ages. I wouldn't say I have a kill list, but, and it's not healthy. The older you get and you read about, like, every successful person would tell you, even Kobe would be like, yeah, Kobe didn't feel like that now. Like, you mature out of it. But, like, that mindset and that drive at that age, that's unheard of, guy. It's one thing to be like, I was discounted or whatever, but, I mean, truly have that mindset in high school as a sophomore, that's... I would pay for that. I, I, I the, if I could, like, I always wish, like, I, my parents were even, like, we were, grew up poor, you know, and, and obviously he grew up, I mean, he came from money, and it, it didn't, and that's what's always, to me, most impressive. Like, I understand when a dude starts out in life in the fucking gutter, like, you don't have shit, and the professional athlete, like, I didn't have a choice. I, I had nowhere to go. It's always pretty impressive, like, Kobe or Peyton, like they create that drive and they grew up like their kids or the way they grew up is obviously richer than their family grew up, but they did not. I mean, their, his Kobe's dad was playing internationally. Like he was making upper middle class at worst, if not like below high class, right? Clearly Peyton. I mean, his dad played in the NFL for a long time, was a famous guy. They were wired like they were from the fucking gutter. That, that to me is what makes them like relatable to everyone. Like these guys are just insanos you know they're just they're nuts well you rarely meet someone or i mean talk about someone in sports or watch someone in sports that's wired like that that isn't universally respected may not like him if you're a fan of his opponent because he's usually beating you but it's just like god damn i want that guy around me like i I like the guy's mentality And, and the irony too guy is just the way the league has changed like that's everything he stood for playing every game earning the respect of whether, I don't know if he necessarily played for like, what was Joe DiMaggio's thing? Like you never know, or Babe Ruth, who was going to be, you know, there could be one guy that had never seen you play that day. Even if everyone else has, you always got to give your best effort. Or if it was like, I got to earn the respect of every fucking person I play. I want them to know I'm better than whatever. Like that, that, that mindset is just, it's a dying to me. It's just dying, you know, in, in the sport of basketball. I still think it holds just because the NBA, the NFL, the violence of the sport. Like, it's hard to be like, yeah, just I'm cool. Just being here. Like, you know, like you'll get fucking taken out fast. In the NBA, it's kind of become a scholarship league uh, with just high draft picks and how much money they're paying for them. And it never felt like Kobe was thought of himself like he was just on scholarship. I mean, his he could have just walked when his Achilles tore, it was over. And the guy came back at like 35 years old. For no reason. Same, I mean, I see this with Tiger now. I mean, it's just, he wasn't in it for the money. He wasn't right. in it for the brand. He was in it for the juice of playing. And everything, like, they like the grind. At the end of the day, this is why I think the coaches like them the most and desire to have those type guys. Is because deep down, the championships, like, it, it's, to me, the happiness Kobe got. Like, the second iteration with the Pal a night or two, he got his most joy out of like 
What time are we working tomorrow? Five a.m. What what time is uh what time am I getting for shoot around? Like that, he just loved the process of it all, which is cheesy, and you hear people talk about it. But like he, to me, he was really about it, and that's that's the biggest reason why him and Shaq broke up. Kobe didn't respect him. Kobe thought he was lazy. Think about that. Kobe thought Shaq was the most dominant player in the league, and Kobe was looking at this guy like you're just a fucking god given freak that is lazy. Think about that. Yeah. The, 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 the crux of their animosity toward each other simply was Kobe kind of thought he was just going through the motions. They didn't respect him. Which I think if you put your... Everyone puts yourself in, that, in his shoes in a situation, a business situation, you have a partnership, and you just go, I'm putting in way more work than this guy. Like You, just, you don't look at that person the same, right? We've all worked with people where we're just like, and maybe it happened vice versa to others. I mean, it's not Kobe was at the highest high. I'd end. be. Wouldn't you be a little surprised though if it was that simple between the two of them? I mean, they were both such iconic, massive stars. Yeah, there was more to. But I think if if Shaq had been a grinder too, remember Shaq's big thing was like, uh, "Well, I got hurt on the company's dime. I'm going to rehab on the company's dime." Right. Like, who says that guy? Like Shaq had a little, just your typical NBA. Oh, there's no question. I'm just saying, like there there was more to both of them. Okay, you're right. It wasn't that black and white. Just he was late. It it was more egos and stardom and who's getting the ball. But I think Kobe goes, well, this guy wants a fucking ball in the post. Remember, he wouldn't throw him in the post. Like, well, you didn't fucking work out for the last three days. So it was, yeah. There was it kind of uh, snowballed itself into the pettiness. But I, if. If Shaq had been a grinder, don't you think their relationship might have worked a little harder? Like, clearly, like, Scotty and Mike. Now, Mike was always going to be on a different level than Scotty. But I'm just saying, like, other stars get along with other stars when I think you... when Steph and Clay. Like, I, I actually think Clay's stardom and fandom and just superstardom has exponentially grown the last two or three years. And it's not quite Steph, but I think... Part of the reason I don't think there's any ever animosity with that group is they all just go, we're all just fucking grinders. We're just in, in the mud, just trugging through. every Like, this is the way they think about the sport. Where if, if one of them had been lazy and the other guy, I, I just think that naturally creates, like, I'm, you're not pulling your weight. I think when you're wired like that, that is something that just, we're all human, so egos and who's getting billboards and all that bullshit would you know, given what they were doing. I do think that was a big part of it. When you just look at the way he lived, like look at the people he hated, like the swaggy peas and the, the all the lazy guys over the years. Because yeah. ultimately him and Phil had major, major fights. I mean, Phil wrote a book basically calling him an asshole and uncoachable. But I think Kobe knew like Phil was a lead at his job. And once his, once he'd be my head coach, he'd be all in on it. And they, they met on that level, right? Phil worked I mean, probably Phil, a Phil had coached. I mean, Phil was so unique, right? Because he had coached Michael. Not just coach Michael. He was the coach for Michael. Do you think there'll be a Kobe again? Like, do you think that the NBA has that type of power anymore? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I think it's easy to forget because he's because the Warriors have been bad for a few months. But uh, yeah, Steph, I'm saying I'm saying any guy that's like under thirty. Like he, Steph's already pretty well established. Yeah, he I, I, do, I, I still think greatness. It's cyclical. I, I, the idea that there can never no, will there be a Kobe Bryant? No, Kobe is Kobe. Well, but he wasn't Michael either. But they by the end kind of stood maybe not quite shoulder to shoulder, but clearly in the same club. Yeah, I mean, I think there will be a great polarizing NBA star again. 
I hope so. Was, I do too. I think. Yeah, I mean, well, that's a whole other. I got a whole other NBA take with the Warriors, but that's a whole other thing. Um, now, Kobe, will there be Kobe again? I mean, has there been Mike again? I'd say no, but there's been somebody that's carried that same mantle, right? Like Kobe carried the same mantle Mike did, but he wasn't Mike. Does that you agree with that? Yeah, but so I. So in think that like- sense, yes, there will be somebody like that, but there can't be like I think I told this. I told you this probably said on the podcast but last month when I was doing a game at Staples Center it was LSU against USC and most of LSU's guys I don't think they had a Californian on their team like they're not California guys but when you go look at a college guy's bio right now almost all of them are LeBron fans you know and I'm sure eight years ago if you went and looked they'd all be Kobe fans yeah but they're all LeBron fans like I'd say 80 percent of college male and probably female athletes too, but male basketball players, if you go to their bio, it says favorite athlete, it's LeBron James, basketball players. Well, guy, if you're 19, but, when you 10 years ago, LeBron was the best player in the world, right? You just, it's yeah, just your age. It's, but I mean, it's obvious. But when they all got together at the end of their practice, LSU, to shoot half-court shots, oh, they all did, yelled, you did say it, I think nine out of 10 of them would be like, Kobe! And I was telling, I don't, did you say this? Or maybe somebody else said it to me when I told them the story. They're like, isn't that kind of disrespectful to Kobe? Like, aren't they making fun of the fact that he took awful shots? And it's kind of a good perspective. I'm like, yeah, they are kind of making fun of it. But I think really what it was was Kobe took the impossible shots. And you say his name because one out of 20 times you'll hit the shot and you'll feel like Kobe bottom swish, fading. Like, those are the shots Kobe made, took and made. And, um, like, I don't – will we be 10 years from now no one's yelling LeBron? Like, I – why well, I also I think you're just allowed to always take, be yelling you, Kobe. Aren't you allowed to take dumber shots now more than ever? No, yeah, but it's not even about. I just no, think yeah, the Kobe shots were audacious, right? They were yeah. some of them were outrageous, like triple team fading away, two guys open with their hands out, ready for a chest pass, <laughs> and Kobe would take it. But I think it's a term of endearment. But I don't know. I wonder, like to your point, in 15 years, will that part of Kobe carry? Will people yell Steph? When they take a deep three, I, I mean, it was a different shot, I guess, but I don't know. That's one of my, because I saw somebody tweet this a few months ago, I think. It's just, maybe it's a few, I'm sure it's been tweeted a million times, but like when you shoot a balled up piece of paper at a trash can, you yell, you say Kobe. Is that just <laughs> our generation or is that like going to carry forever? I hope it carries forever because that's, most people do it. Like Kobe, you play pickup hoops. People are like, uh, Kobe, like it's just. I don't know, man. It's I. I think you're really transcended. Gonna, I. I think you're gonna feel the power of this guy this week, because it's Super Bowl week. He is going to be a point of conversation the whole fucking week. Yeah. I, I'm. I mean, with the NFL guys, that whole week in Miami, uh, he was. Well, are they gonna have a moment of silence at the Super Bowl? I. I would. Yeah, Maybe. I would too. I think you would. Is the first commercial going to be? Well, we'll get to that. But yeah, I mean, I and I, I don't know. God, I mean, playing seemed pretty difficult. Like playing games today. I, some of the was it the Spurs game where they let the shot clock, the twenty four second clock, run out. I, th- I think all, I think all the games ended up doing that. Uh, oh, okay. But you know, I mean, the fact that it happens during the NBA season, so there's players are available to the media just in the moment, and you see everyone's reactions on the floor. Uh, I saw Sabrina Ionescu, who I guess had been. I, did you see she, uh, she texts with Kobe like weekly? She wore a thing. I saw Sharif O'Neal, Shaq's son. She texted me. We did a time. screen gab this morning. 
Kobe this morning, Sunday morning, like 8.30, just randomly sent him a message. Like, how you doing, kid, or whatever. Um, just checking up on him? Yeah. So, well, he had I- kind of, I think, in himself, he kind of taken on the responsibility of kind of being the father of basketball. You, you, know? Know, what I, you know what I just did, guy? Huh. Is I was thinking, I was like, I wonder when the next home game is in L.A. Well, it's Clippers-Lakers on Tuesday, right? So I went Monday, no games. Tuesday, Clippers-Lakers. Well, I'm going through on the ESPN.com page, New York at Charlotte. Tickets as low as $8. Golden State at the Sixers. You can get in for 25 bucks. Boston at Miami. Shit, I might go to the game. You can get in for $21. All of a sudden, all these 25 uh, Memphis game, you get in for four. <laughs> Tickets as low as $15, Phoenix-Dallas. Lakers or Clippers at Lakers, the cheapest ticket, and I think they use Ticketmaster on this, is right now $960. Wow, that was definitely not the case 24 hours ago. I Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a religious experience every one of these home Laker games. Well, have you forward. seen the, the footage outside of Staples on Sunday? I mean, it's... People everywhere? Yeah. I mean, there is... Obviously, they can't... I mean... LeBron winning a championship and the Lakers winning a championship this year would be pretty big. I mean, it would have been big no matter what, but this guy, like you said, you said that Stephen A. said that the argument for best Laker ever is between two people. It's just Magic or Kobe. One of the two. Mm-hmm. And if you, he said if you ask Magic, he'll say Kobe. And if you ask Kobe, he'll say Magic. Because you said, well, what about Kareem? And it's a good point. But I think part of it is just, it's not just the player. Those guys just are so... You know, Laker fans have been defending Kobe to the hilt for two decades now. And Jerry so and Jerry West only had guys. one championship, right? Those guys, each yeah, had five. Um, but I saw. I think Magic tweeted or said something the greatest about him being the greatest Laker of all time today. Anyway, but keep going. Yeah, it's you know you're right. That team winning a championship would feel. R.I.P. Would feel pretty big. And like the other part of it that you see a lot of on Sunday is just, you know, the clips of him and his daughter have been everywhere. And you've seen a lot of that, like watching Kobe be a father. Like, I think a lot of people do feel like they watch Kobe grow up because he was so young when he came into the league, live his whole life. I mean, over half his life has been in the public eye. I think if you weren't a huge Kobe guy, which is usually, it's going to be mostly non Laker fans, besides just like young people that grew up watching him. You, it was really kind of cool to watch his life the last couple of years. It's like, damn, this guy, he was a really high level human. Like, he was really smart. And he had, I, I think having all the daughters made him, just made his story kind of different. Yeah. You know? Because, like you said, to end it kind of, I guess we can end it where we started. It's just, that picture of the, of the girls was just badass. It's like, this guy is just. Which he, picture? The picture of him being the coach on, the, and they got seventh oh, place, oh, oh, oh. and yeah. they were all fucking scowling, and he was pissed. And he remember he wrote along Insta like, "We will never celebrate," you know, "We don't give fucking trophy." It was just, he's not even on brand. That's just that's him. Like he, it was just real, and and I, you could see the faces like this. Like, is he gonna keep coaching us? You know, <laughs> like this sucks. And it was it was great, man. I I love that, and I loved how angry it made the small percentage of losers on the internet. Because he, <laughs> he was, was an instigator in that way. Yeah. yeah, he was perfect. Did you know that most vitamin D three supplements come from sheep's wool? 
I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.